Hello there, and welcome to a new episode of Soaking in the Sunlight. My name is Olivia, and I'm a 26-year-old in love with Jesus Christ. Now, today, I want to start off by just sharing a story before I dive in into, you know, the podcast. Um, So, basically, I remember when I was in middle school, I know, eons ago, um, (laughs) and basically, uh, there was a point where uh, some of the kids, some of my classmates were having a conversation. And at one point, the girl brought up and said, oh, Olivia, all you do is talk about Jesus. And I mean, aside from that, I still do, (laughs) as you can see. But, you know, when she said that, I don't remember how I responded, but I do remember in that moment feeling different. And I've shared this story before, but I remember feeling different and I remember, um, yeah, just that moment being like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, (laughs) um, It didn't necessarily feel good at the time, but now when I look back at it, I'm like, wow, you know, like people saw something there. Uh, And I just want to let you know today, uh, which is the theme of the podcast is You know, for those out there who are Gen Z, millennial, maybe even some Gen Alpha out there, maybe, who knows, um, you know, know that you're not giving up your youth for God if you're a born-again believer, you know, um, as a born-again believer, you know, you are giving your youth to God. We present our bodies as living sacrifices to the Lord. And our lives are not our own. You know, you can kind of think of the William McDowell song, I Give Myself Away, and how our lives are not our own. They aren't. And in the scripture, in Romans 12, verses 1 through 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And honestly, I just want to say it. The world doesn't see your value, but God sees your value. The world will just sum you up based on your looks. So it will tell you to show off what you got. But God saw you before you were born and he sees you as a precious child regardless of your body shape so he will tell you to dress modestly because every single part of you is precious in his sight and yes this goes for both guys and girls yes um in psalm 139 verse 14 it says i praise you because i'm fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful i know that full well the world will sum you up based on accolades and accomplishments. And if you don't have those, they don't value as much. But with God, you are somebody. You are made in the image of God and Jesus loves you. You don't have to get all these accomplishments, accolades, degrees, and et cetera, to try to compete with the next person. Um, you know, that's not gonna impress God. What he wants is your heart. He wants your life. He wants you to be dedicated to him. He wants you to know that he loves you. 
uh, and that you can live for him. In John 3, verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. As a child of God, your worth is found in Christ, not in what you can accomplish. What you do for Christ will last, not for the world. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6, verse 33. His kingdom will last and his word will last. And I want to tell you this as well. Be a kingdom builder and a world shaker. And Acts, Paul, and Silas were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and some of the Jews at the time did not believe. At one point, they said that the missionaries had, quote-unquote, turned the world upside down. If you want to read more about this cool story, it's in Acts 17. And uh, back just focusing on, you know, what I'm talking about here, our lives are meant to turn the world upside down and show that Christ is the answer. Our testimony will share the good news of how God can redeem anybody, how God can see you and meet you right where you are and make you brand new. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. But the world doesn't see your whole story. The world only sees you at the grocery store, at school, or at work, or walking down the street, at the gym, at the mall. The list can go on. They don't see you 24-7. They don't know your struggles. They don't know your pain. They don't know what you need. They don't know what happens behind closed doors. The world only sees the put-together you. And who knows? Maybe sometimes they will get glimpses of the broken you. But God sees every part and every moment of you. God just doesn't see your body, but he sees your heart. So he will tell you to give it to him because he knows how to hold it and shape it and mold it in his image. He knows that it's desperately wicked, so he wants to lead it instead of you following your heart, instead of you following the world, instead of you following the devil. The world will never give you the loving care that Jesus can give you. In Jeremiah 17 verse 9 through 10, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins, even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. Jesus loves you enough to correct you, convict you, and mold you. He not only knows your heart, but he searches it. God is not superficial. He loves us enough to give us a new heart and discard the old one so that we can be like him. But the world is superficial. The world can focus on so many shallow things. For example, beauty, but beauty fades. Good looks, yeah, those fade too. Don't bank on that. Accomplishments, but people forget and move on, as you've probably noticed. How many friends you have, but friends come and they go. Your talents, but people can overlook them. Your intelligence, but honestly, no one knows everything. Einstein didn't know everything. No one knows everything. Okay. Your relationship status, but you could be miserable with that person and the breakups can be truly heartbreaking. Without God, we are nothing. 
But when we get saved and know God, our identity and purpose is found in him. He sees our heart and life, and he wants to guide it to make it more like him. So when people see us, they won't see you, but they will see Christ in you. The world will know you are God's child, whether they like it or not. So when people feel like, oh, you're too closed in, you don't go anywhere, you don't do anything, oh, you're young, you should get to do whatever you want, you should get to wear whatever you want, let them know that your life belongs to Jesus and that you seek to please him, not the world, not the flesh, not your classmates, not your family. As a born-again believer, your life is meant to please Jesus. I want to say that one more time. As a born-again believer, your life is meant to please Jesus, not anyone else. So when you hear those kind of negative comments, tune them out. Because those comments aren't meant to help you grow. They're meant to stop you from growing and to leave God. And I don't want anyone on here who's a brother and sister in Christ to fall away because of some of these very um, hurtful or very shallow comments. I want you to stay with God no matter what. And as another challenge, pray for the people who are also making those comments to you because they also need a savior and they also need Jesus. Um, So yeah, pray for them too. In 1 Peter 2 verse 9, it says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should shew forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 1 Peter 2 verses 9. Another scripture, 1 Peter 1 verse 15 to 16. But as he which called you, called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. In 2 Corinthians 6 verse 17, it says, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. When people see us, they should not see the world or our flesh or the devil. They should see Jesus. People should see that there is something different about us. And honestly, they might they may not really know how to describe it. So you may hear things where they'll say, oh, you're weird. Oh, you're, they're awkward. They might try to whisper it, you know. Oh, you know, that person's extra, you know. The list can go on, but honestly, that's okay. It, it really is okay because... They see the difference. They say Jesus, they see Jesus in you. And as long as you're serving God with your whole heart, people will see Christ in you and they'll want to know Christ. Your life will be a great witness. Let Jesus use you. Let God purify you. Let God sanctify you. And friends, let God grow you. Let's go for it. Now, I know I said a lot, and I will put the scriptures from today's podcast into the show notes just so that you can read them and reference them um, and basically get to know God more and what his expectations are for our lives. I know that it can be super challenging to live for God, especially when you're a young person, because honestly, it just seems like the world is really out here just trying to get us in particular. They're really out here just trying to get us on Instagram, TikTok, trying to be like, oh, no, follow, follow, you know, your heart, follow your desires, follow, you know, the lust that you may have, follow all these different things, but they will not tell you to follow the voice of God. They won't because... Their minds are somewhere else 
honestly, the devil, it has tricked them and is, le- and is leading them down the wrong path. But believer, sister and brother in Christ listening right now, know that you are on the right path following Jesus. And there's no turning back. Don't turn back because of what people may say about you or how, you know, uh, you know, they, they may comment on how you look or, you know, how you talk or whatever. You know, it's okay. Because you're being a witness for Jesus. And honestly, see it this way. When those things are happening, and this is something I want to be better about as well. Just imagine Christ being right there in the middle of that conversation, holding your hand, being right there, supporting you, knowing that he's the one cheering you on. He's the one smiling, being like, you know what? That's my child. That's my kid right there because they're representing me and I'm proud of them. And our purpose, our goal is to live for God and to make him proud again. We're living for God, not for anyone else, not for anything else. So I pray that really encourages you. And I just want to pray with you real quick before we head off. So Lord Jesus, I thank you for this time that I get to share these words of encouragement with my brothers and sisters in Christ across Gen X, across Gen Z, across the millennials, across baby boomers, across Gen Alpha, Gen Beta, any generations that I may be missing, God, you know who they are, God, wherever they're listening in their car, while they're washing the dishes, God, whatever they're doing, Lord, meet them wherever they are right now, God, and speak to them, Lord. Lord God, touch my brothers and sisters in Christ. Let them know that they can move on, God, that they can walk firmly in you, Jesus, that their strength is found in you, Jesus. Encourage them, God. Let them continue to stand firm no matter what, God. Let them continue to fight against the wiles of the enemy. Let them continue, oh God, to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Let them continue to rely on you, Holy Spirit. Let them continue to seek you daily, God. Let us, oh God, continue to fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life, God. Let us all know, God, that there are people around the world, our age and younger and older, God, across different nations, across different countries, God, with different languages and different creeds, God, who are serving the same God, the same Lord, the same Jesus the same oh god thank you jesus the same god thank you lord that you're the one that encourages us you're the one that empowers us god that their brothers and sisters supporting them around the world god i just want to pray oh god that you support them jesus help them continue to stand strong no matter how much teasing they may be facing god no matter what people may say god or family members rejecting them god or them being left alone god touch them god let them know that you are there jesus lifting them up god thank you jesus thank you god that you know how they're feeling god you've been there before jesus Let them know that you care, God. Thank you, Jesus. Let them know, Lord, that you will help them each and every day. Let them take one step at a time in your name, Jesus. I bless your name, God. I thank you, Lord. I honor you, God. I thank you, Jesus, for touching my brothers and sisters in Christ, God. And Lord, for those that don't know you, God, I pray that you would talk to them now, God. 
that you would draw them, Lord, that they would repent of their sins, God, turn away from their sins, God, and say yes to you, God, say yes to you, Lord, realize that they were wrong, God, just like how I was wrong and I needed a savior. I needed you, Jesus, and come to you, God, and live for you fully, God. Thank you, Jesus, for filling us, oh God, with your Holy Ghost, God, for refilling us, God, with your Holy Ghost, Jesus, so that we can fight, oh God, so that we can be equipped, God, to share your word, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy, Lord. Thank you, God, for being with us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for your help, God. I thank you, Lord. I bless your name. And we will wait on you, God. You will help us, oh God, each and every day, Lord. Thank you, God. I bless your name. I honor you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for all these things and more, God. And God, I want to pray for Turkey and Syria, God. Lift them up, oh God. Encourage them, God. Bring comfort and peace, God, and resources to the people there, God. And I pray that even in the middle of this, God, that you would still get the glory and that people would still come to know you, Lord. I thank you, God. I honor you, Lord. I bless your name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I pray that this encourages you and that you have a great week, a great day. Whatever you're doing, know, my friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, that God is with you and that you are on the winning side. Have a great day. And remember to always soak in the sunlight because Jesus is the light. Love you all. Bye.